turn your attention to John chapter 10 and verse number 1. John chapter 10 and verse number 1. The word of the Lord says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And it says, a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him for they know not the voice of strangers i want to jump down to verse number 27 jesus now talking a little bit later says my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they follow me and i give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand I want to take my title from verse number 27 and it's in a couple other verses we read as well where he just said my sheep hear my voice and I want to speak over the next few moments on this subject hear my voice hear my voice I wonder if we would go before the Lord right now and just ask him to speak to us tonight God we pray oh Lord let your word go forth God with anointing God, let it break every yoke. God, I pray for every single person, God, that is in this place, God, that is watching this message. God, we pray, oh Lord, God, that you would speak like never before. God, we pray, oh Lord, let our ears be open, God, like never before, to your word and to your voice. God, we pray it all in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Everybody say in Jesus' name. God bless you. You may be seated. In the beginning of time, time as we know it, the Bible says all there was was just the voice of God and the spirit of God that was moving. Hebrews says, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. And in creation we see God just spoke things and spoke the world and the universe into existence. God said, let there be and there was. Even John, beginning the book that we read from just a few moments ago, he starts his book talking about in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God he goes on a little later to say and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth all throughout history, we see the voice of God. It's how God communicates with his people. It's through his voice that we see God 
God changes atmospheres and God creates things and it's through the voice of God where men's lives are changed and people's destinies are changed. You look at Abraham and Abraham heard the voice of God and said, I'm going to leave my family and I'm going to go find the city whose builder and maker is God. I'm making a decision that I'm going to hear the voice of God and follow after the voice of God. And what a decision that was for him. And as Pastor just mentioned, for his family and how the blessings of God truly flow through the decision that you make to hear his voice. God has spoken all throughout history. Even from Adam and Eve, we know that God spoke with them and they, they heard his voice and, and he would speak with them in the cool of the evening. And, and you see all of these things and even up until now, all throughout creation, God speaks and God speaks specifically to humanity. God reaches for you and me through his voice. And I feel so compelled tonight to just ask you this question, will you hear and heed to his voice? I know I may be preaching to the choir on a Sunday night, but this is what God has prompted in my spirit. Will we hear the voice of God or will we allow ourselves to listen to another? Adam and Eve, you can go all throughout the Bible and you can see how even the greatest people were drawn away by another voice. You can look at Adam and Eve at the very beginning. They were drawn away by the voice of the serpent. As pastor preached about this morning, you saw where Saul was drawn away by the voice of the people. He said, I feared the people and I obeyed their voice over obeying God's voice. Jonah ran from the voice of God. The people of Israel didn't want to hear the voice of God. You go all throughout history and you see how God would try to speak to people, but it's something just within human nature where we can just so easily get distracted by other voices. And I feel God calling us to help us to understand tonight that we need to hear the voice of God in this day and in this hour, unlike we've ever heard the voice of God before. In a world that is full of other voices, in the midst of the climate that we are in, it is imperative that you and I can hear the voice of God. The list could go on and on, but it is a dangerous thing when a man or a woman stops hearing the voice of God. Whenever we stop seeking for the voice of God, God will speak to you if you seek after him. But when you stop seeking after him, you will so easily fall prey to other voices in your life. When you don't let God lead you and guide you, but you allow your own flesh or you allow other voices or you just follow after philosophies of this world, but I would to God that there would be some people that would rise up like David said that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want and I'm going to let him make me lie down in green pastures and I know that he will lead me beside still waters and I know that he will restore my soul and he will lead me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. 
I could go on and he says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Why? Because I'm following Jesus. I'm not going through it on my own. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest blessing we have following Jesus Christ is every battle we face, we don't face it alone. We don't face it with our own strength. But if we put it in the hands of God, if we follow the voice of God, God determines the outcome. And he will never leave you, nor forsake you. He said, you prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, because I dwell in the house of the Lord forever. If you make up your mind, I'm going to hear the voice of God. Let me tell you, surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. If you make up your mind, I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord. I'm going to seek the voice of God. I'm going to hear his voice. And today, I believe God is saying, as Jesus said, hear my voice. Listen to the voice of the Lord. In the Bible, it can come as a still small voice or it can come in a whirlwind it can come in many different ways and and but the number one thing is we need the word we need the word of god you know we we know that there's three ways that god speaks to us the first one an obvious one is through his word you got to read the word of god for yourself you need to pick up the word of god and read it because he will speak to you this, this is not a book of just information, but it is a book that is alive. And it will speak to the situations that you're going through. It will help you and lead you and guide you. It is, it is the word of God that upon which you can stand. It's a solid rock that you can trust in. God will speak to you through his word. So read the word of God. Also, the Bible tells us that God will speak to us through his spirit. That God will give us unction and he will lead us and guide us. He will, he will lead us and guide us into all truth, the Bible says. It is the spirit of truth, as the Bible says. And when you have the Holy Ghost, you have the Holy Ghost inside of you. And God will speak to you. God will prompt you on when something is not right, when something you're doing is not pleasing to him. And he will speak to you on maybe leading you to somebody that is hungry, leading you to somebody that is in need that you can reach out to and then we know also that God speaks through the man of God through the pulpit and through the preached word of God God can speak through the man of God and 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 one thing to know about these three is one will not contradict the other the word of God it needs to be the final authority if you feel like the Holy Ghost has told you something, but it doesn't line up with the Word of God, and it doesn't line up with the man of God, let me tell you, it's not of God. It's of the flesh. But everything will line up because it is the, how God speaks to his people. And let me just publicly say I'm thankful for a man of God that will stand in this pulpit like he did this morning and say, you know what, we don't have to have the biggest church. The number one thing is we've got to be saved. The number one thing is we've got to come out from the edges and get committed and get into the fire. I'm thankful for a man of God in our life that will tell us what we need to hear, not just what we want to hear. 
you got to hear his voice. You got to hear the voice of the Lord. Talked about David this morning. David knew the importance of hearing the voice of God. He knew the importance of the word of God in his life. Just, just some things I studied. I mean, Psalms is chocked full of, of verses on the word of God, but I just selected a few here. Psalms 18.30, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried, and he is a buckler to all those that trust in him. Psalms 33.6, by the word of God were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Psalms 56 and 4, in God will I praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not flee, fear what flesh can do unto me. Psalms 107, 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Psalms 119 and 9, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. Psalms 119:11, thy word has have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Psalms 119 verse 28, my soul melteth for heaviness. Strengthen thou me according to thy word. Psalms 119 89, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Psalms 119 verse 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I could keep reading, but I think you get the picture. David understood one of the most important things in your life is the voice of God and the word of God. It is what keeps you. It is what heals you. It is what strengthens you. There's nothing greater than the voice of God. Its way is tried. It is perfect. There is nothing that is hidden from it. He is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't you just thank him for his voice in your life? Where would you be if he hadn't come and spoken to you? Where would you be on a Sunday night if his word hadn't gripped your heart? Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your voice. Thank you for your word. Whew. David's always impressed me. The story of David has always impressed me, and I know it, he's probably one of the most popular figures in the Bible. But there's three times that I want to bring out that have always stuck with me in studying the life of David. Three times where David followed the voice of God when I question if I would have done the same thing when, if I was in his shoes. But David's example causes us to follow his voice. The first one was when he could have taken revenge on Saul when they were in the wilderness of Ziph and David and, 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 and some of his men were there and Saul was pretty much delivered into David's hand. Saul was trying to kill David. Saul was trying to get rid of him because he was a threat to his throne. This, this just becomes the man that Saul is. As pastor talked about, he just became an animal chasing after David. And David had Saul delivered right into his hand. And in the middle of the night, David and 
went down and another one of his men. And in 1 Samuel chapter 26 and verse 9, David said unto Abishai, destroy him not. For who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? David said, furthermore, as the Lord liveth, the Lord shall smite him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall descend into battle and perish. David said, hey, it, 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 it's God's word. God has anointed him. God has placed his anointing upon him. He said, and I have no right to take it into my own hands. But he said, let me tell you something. God will fight my battle for me. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. You need to hear the voice of God. Don't take matters into your own hands. Don't take offenses into your own hands. All you need to do is take them to the foot of the cross and lay them down at the feet of Jesus. Let God fight your battles because God will always fight your battles if you follow after his voice. David could have got rid of all of his problems, it seemed like, but the number one problem you don't want to have is not listening to the voice of God. Let me tell you, I, I'm, I'm fine with problems. And you look into the, the word of God. You look into the Bible. You see the apostles. They had problems and persecutions on every side. But the number one thing they had is they had the voice of God in their life. Ladies and gentlemen, stop trying to get rid of all your problems. If you just have the voice of God in your life, that's all you need. God will fight your problems. God will take care of your problems. Just follow after God. Let God lead you. Let God guide you. Hear his voice. Don't listen to the voice of revenge. Don't listen to the voice of just the easy way out. That would have been the easy way out. He could have taken care of everything right then and there. But ladies and gentlemen, follow the voice of God above all else. The next time in David's life that has always gripped me was when his family was taken while they were trying to fight a battle. The Bible says that David and his men returned home to Ziglag. And in 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 6, the Bible says David was greatly distressed. For all the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters, everything that they had had been taken. Everything was gone. But David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. And David said to Abathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abathar brought hither the ephod to David. In verse 8 is what's always gripped me. David inquired at the Lord. He sought the voice of God. And he said, shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? Ladies and gentlemen, if it was me, there would be no asking. <laughs> if somebody came and took my family out of reaction, I would say it's just the will of God. I'm going after my family. But David was so keen to follow the voice of God. 
that he wouldn't even move to save his family, that he wouldn't even move to go after somebody that had just taken everything from him without first going to God. And he said, shall I recover? Shall I pursue? Will I recover everything? And he said, God answered him and said, pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. Now, you can believe this if you want. This is just my opinion. But I truly believe that they might not have recovered everything if David hadn't gone to God first. But ladies and gentlemen, if you go to God first in every situation, let me tell you, God will give you back everything. He'll give you back pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He'll give it all back to you. You can recover it all. But you got to inquire of the Lord. You got to seek his face. You got to trust in his voice. Even when it doesn't make sense. Even when you don't understand it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy path. Hallelujah. Next time in David's life, that has always amazed me. We look down on it because it was in the midst of David's greatest failure. David had failed so bad. He had pretty much had a man killed so that he could take his wife. And they tried to hide an affair and everything, but the other part of the story is that it was revealed to the prophet. And the prophet Nathan came to him. And the prophet Nathan said, you are the man. The thing that's always amazed me about David, though, is David, again, had the power. David had the power to remove him. David could have killed Nathan on the spot. David could have said, who are you to tell me what to do, what I can and cannot do? But David wanted to hear the voice of God, even in the midst of his failures. And the Bible says in 2 Samuel 12 and 13, And David said unto Nathan the very next words, I have sinned against the Lord. David immediately went into repentance. The Bible talks about David went and laid on the ground for seven days and prayed and fasted. The Bible says, and you, you even read some of the Psalms. We believe some of those were written during that time where David said, Oh, oh, renewing me a right spirit. Oh, would you change me? And where David just began to repent before the Lord. Why? Because he let the voice of God move him. He allowed the voice of God to correct him. He allowed the man of God to rebuke him. When he could have killed the voice of God in his life. Ladies and gentlemen, you and I have the same power. 
when the word of God comes through, when you read a scripture that convicts you, or when a preacher steps to the pulpit and speaks to your sin, or whenever something is revealed by the Holy Ghost inside of you, you have the opportunity to kill that voice and say, no, I'm not going to listen to it. Or you have the opportunity to hear the voice of the Lord, and in the midst of maybe your greatest failure, you can find restoration, you can find healing, you can find forgiveness if you just continue to hear the voice of God. I may be speaking to somebody tonight who has failed, who has messed up, and you think it's all over. Let me tell you, hear the voice of God today and repent immediately. Turn to God immediately, and God will restore you. The Bible says the Lord hath put away thy sin, and thou shalt not die. Ladies and gentlemen, he can put away your sin. He can put away your transgression. He can put away every mistake under the blood. Aren't you thankful for the mercy of God? Without the mercy of God, where would we be? Without the word of God, where would we be? I'm thankful that God reaches for us, even in our mistakes. Come on, would you thank him for every time he's cared for you, even though you've let him down? There is none righteous, no, not one. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But yet if you hear his voice, he's made a way of escape. Whew, you can plead the blood. You can declare war. If you just hear his voice, don't kill the voice of God. Obey the voice of God. Hear the voice of God and repent quickly. Peter denied and even cursed Jesus, but he was still able to be used because when he remembered the word, he went out and he began to weep and he began to repent. Saul was going the wrong direction, but when he heard the word of God, he turned around and went the other direction. Revelation says, as many as I love, I rebuke and I chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. He said, I love you so much that I will correct you. And then when I correct you, be quick to repent. Because behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if any man hear my voice, if you will hear my voice, I will open the door. And I will come into him and sup with him. And him with me. And to him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as also I overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. We need to hear what the Spirit is saying. We need to hear what Jesus is saying. We need to hear the voice of God. Jesus said, a stranger my sheep will not follow. In fact, he said, a stranger 
his voice, I will, my sheep will flee from him. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you, as God has asked me the question, do you run from the voice of a stranger? Or do you entertain the voice of a stranger? Do you allow yourself to just listen to anyone or anything? Do you allow yourself to follow just anyone? Be careful of the voice that you listen to, especially during political season. <laughs> Polarizing political season where you got to choose one side or the other. You need, a, you need to be careful about what philosophies you stake your life upon. You need to be careful you don't stake your philosophies on the promises or philosophies of man. But you need to stake your philosophy and everything that you have on the voice of God. Ladies and gentlemen, you need the voice of God more than anything in this world. More than your favorite candidate to be elected. I need the voice of God in my life. Hallelujah. God is saying, hear my voice. Hear my voice. Say to the preacher, preach to me. Say to the word of God, oh, divide asunder everything that is not right. Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 2 through 4 says, preach the word. This is what we need to say to our pastor. This is what we need to say to every preacher that takes the pulpit. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Because here's the warning. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts, they follow not the voice of God, but their own lusts. Shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears? They'll find somebody who tells them what they want to hear, not what they need to hear. And the Bible says when you begin to do this, they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. Ladies and gentlemen, we need the voice of God in our lives. You need the voice of God. We need a preacher to preach to us. We need to read the word of God. The Bible says, for man cannot live by bread alone. Jesus said it. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. You can't live unless you have a word coming forth out of the mouth of God. You won't survive spiritually unless you're hearing the voice of God. There's nothing in this world that can be a substitute for it. You need the voice of God. David talks about the voice of the Lord and how powerful it is. 
In Psalms chapter 29, the whole chapter is about the voice of God. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The glory, or the God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. The Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf. And Lebanon and Siron are like young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divided the flames of fire and the, the voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness the Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh the voice of the Lord maketh the hind a calf and discovereth the forest in his temples doth everyone speak of his glory the Lord sitteth upon the flood yea the Lord sitteth king forever the Lord will give strength unto his people the Lord will bless his people with peace uh, this is what David learned about the voice of the Lord and ladies and gentlemen you've got to understand that about the voice of God there's nothing greater in your life than the voice of God it will shake what needs to be shaken it will birth what needs to be birthed it will move what needs to be moved it'll create what needs to be created his voice can create our world he can make a way where there seems to be no way would you stand all over the house Hallelujah. We need the voice of God. In Hebrews, the Bible says in chapter 4, verse 7, that David made this statement, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. A few verses later, the writer goes on to say, The word of God is quick and powerful sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Ladies and gentlemen, we are his sheep. We're the sheep of his pasture. And really the only thing that the sheep have to do is stay together and follow his voice. That's all the sheep has to do. One of the greatest things though is Jesus said, if one is missing, I'll go seek after the one until he's recovered and bring him back into the fold. He'll call to us even if we turn away for a moment, he still reaches for us. And ladies and gentlemen, now more than ever, we need to hear the voice of God. Every day we wake up, every decision that we make, every time we come together, we need to hear the voice of God. You need to hear the voice of God for every decision that you make. Hear me, every decision you make, you need to hear the voice of God. If you're about to make a big decision in your life, you better hear the voice of God first. Don't move to another city. Don't take another job. Don't, 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 you know, don't take that promotion, whatever it may be, until you hear the voice of God. I, t I always tell our graduates, don't just go to any school. You better make sure that there's a church where you're going to go to. You better make sure there's a church that preaches the truth where you're going to go to school. Before you make any decision, you need to hear the voice of God. You need to go to the man of God. And let me tell you something, a lot of times we go to the man of God for approval. 
not for permission. And let me tell you, I know that strains the heart of the man of God. If you go for approval instead of guidance, you say, this is what I want to do. Well, then your mind's already made up. You're not looking to hear the voice of God. You're looking to hear a teacher that will tell you what you want to hear. Ladies and gentlemen, now more than ever in the culture that we live in, we need God's guidance. I'm not looking for God's approval. I'm looking for God's guidance. I don't want God to tell me everything I'm doing right. I want God to tell me, God, what do I need to change? God, what, what, what is it that displeases you? God, because I don't want to get confident in what I'm doing right, that I miss what I'm doing wrong. The rich young ruler was keeping all the commandments since he was just a young man. But yet he wasn't willing to make another sacrifice. He was willing to follow the rules. But Jesus said, follow me. And the Bible says he went away sorrowful. Ladies and gentlemen, God's wanting to know if you will follow his voice like never before. Things are beginning to wrap up. Things are coming to an end. And John writes in Revelations at the very end of it all. He writes the last thing that we hear from the voice of God. Some of the last words. Revelations 22 verse 12 says, Behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Jesus said, I'm Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. For without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you of these things in the churches. I am the root and offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is what is for us today. And the spirit and the bride. Or Jesus and the church. Say, come. Come. Time's wrapping up. Hear the voice. Hear what it says, and let him that heareth say, come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Ladies and gentlemen, would you come tonight, and would we just seek after the voice of God like we've never sought after the voice of God before? I wonder if you could find a place today say God speak to me God speak to me oh Lord like never before he's saying come come a little closer follow me follow me you've done great but if thou will be perfect come and follow me yes 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 yes